Hey, my sacred success seeker, let's have a little check-in, shall we? Are you feeling exhausted lately? Spread too thin? Juggling too many commitments? Some that might not even be your own? Are you feeling it affecting your work? That you're not as productive as you'd like to be? You're having a harder time focusing and getting things done? Maybe you're even feeling frustrated with this lack of momentum or the speed at which you're achieving your goals. Maybe you're even beginning to doubt whether or not these goals are for you, if it's even possible. I know you don't want to feel this way and I don't want you to be feeling this way either. It sucks the enjoyment and pleasure right out of life. But you're in luck because I have just released my brand new sacred success guide, how to overcome success saboteurs. It's totally free and it's yours simply by clicking the link in the description or show notes below. By walking you through my twist on a simple five-minute subconscious redesign exercise, you are going to leave all the pressure to do more, daily stress, and anxious thoughts behind and step into liberation. You'll be slashing your success saboteurs that are creating the barrier between you and your life of freedom and sacred success. You want to be successful, and you want the clear path between you and your goals so that nothing and no one is standing in your way. And that's exactly what you're going to do. So go and slash down those saboteurs by downloading the free How to Overcome Success Saboteurs Sacred Guide below. So the real problem comes down to the fact that your sweet little child version of you took on these beliefs because it wanted to be safe. But these beliefs, this way that you're running your garden, the way that you have landscaped your garden and often not really intentionally because you were a sweet little child. You were just looking around to see what other people were doing. It's not serving you anymore. It's not supporting you and it's definitely not supporting your dreams. Welcome to Essence, the show and podcast. Essence is the intrinsic nature or indispensable quality of something, especially something abstract, which determines its character. Here, we're diving deep into the essence of your energetics so that you can show up in your authentic nature where you step into your era of softness as your superpower and energetics as your key to success. Get ready for vulnerable conversations, masculine feminine energy teachings on the law of balance, flow frameworks for aligned productivity, and cyclical and seasonal living inspiration for reclaiming and activating your life of pleasure and epically aligned success. I'm your host, NLP and energetic success coach, Feminine Flow CEO, Time Freedom Lifestyle Curator, and fellow goal getter, Olivia Heine. It's time to make pleasure your purpose and embody your epic essence. Let's dive in. Hello, my loves, and welcome back to another episode of the Essence Show and Podcast. First of all, thank you so damn much for being here. I appreciate every single one of you who tunes in and listens to this episode, this show, this like joins this community. This is literally like I am so obsessed with talking about all of the things that we talk about on here and the fact that you are here listening, sharing it along, sharing it with your friends, discussing it in your life, commenting below, subscribing, whatever it is that you're doing. I love you so much. I appreciate you. Thank you for being here. If you haven't yet done those things, please take a moment to do that so that you can be updated on all the episodes, all the shows, all the fun things that are happening, all the goodies, all the things, right? Um, Today, we're talking about something really, really cool, which is the concept of subconscious redesign. And this is 
my own form of mindset work and NLP that we do here in O-Coaching, like in my business, in my coaching with my clients, in my courses, all of the things. Um, and it's really a form of NLP. So neuro-linguistic programming, I have a video on that and I'll link that for you as well so that if that's totally new to you, you can kind of start dabbling in that world. But I'm going to go into a lot of that today, what subconscious redesign is, how it works, why do you want to be incorporating this into your life? And most importantly, I'm going to give you a little tool that you can actually use right now to start subconsciously redesigning your own life, your own mind. And what I actually like to call this is like the mindscaping. I almost called it that, but I felt like that was like a bit too creative artsy woo-woo out there because it's totally me. But it's the landscaping of the mind. Like your mind is this beautiful, incredible garden. And most of the time we kind of don't tend or nurture this garden the same way that we don't nurture our body as the extension of this garden, the way that it desires and needs to be nurtured and taken care of. And so when it comes down to it, like if we were to like look into a snapshot of your mind, and I wonder what you would say about this, is it full of weeds? Is it randomly like planted of all kinds of different flowers on top of each other and like some herbs there, some tomatoes there, some lettuce there, some zucchini, some roses, some tulips, and they're all kind of like sprinkled everywhere and like growing on top of each other and the weeds are coming out? Or is it a really beautifully groomed garden? And not only that, like it might be beautifully groomed, but it might be a bunch of like vegetables that you hate, right? It might be like a bunch of I don't know, lettuces and kale. And you're like, well, actually I wanted a flower garden because that's what I see that I want in my life. Like I want a flower garden. But if the mind has a vegetable garden, then it's really hard to create a flower garden in your life because the mind just keeps feeding you things about the vegetable garden. It's like, well, we actually need to get these plants again, or we need to get these seeds. And this kind of fertilizer is what we want. And then externally in your world, you're like, okay, but you keep telling me to get these things, but like, I want a flower garden. Like where the hell is my flower garden? Does that make sense? So that's basically what is happening within the mind when you are moving towards a goal and it's not happening for you the way that you want it to. So it's not happening fast enough. It's exhausting you. You're feeling frustrated. You're not seeing the results that you want. It means that there's some kind of misalignment. There's a bridge that's basically broken between your mind, your subconscious mind, and then how you're showing up in your reality. You want two different things. Um, and I love this garden analogy because, again, it asks you to ask yourself the question, like, what does that look like? Are there weeds that I haven't been tending to? Are there limiting beliefs that are kind of overrunning my garden? Is my garden completely, like, disorganized right now because I haven't been really considering and being intentional with what it is that I actually want? Does that make sense? So, like I said, it is the landscaping of the mind. It is the mindscaping. And that is subconsciously redesigning. That's what we're talking about here. So basically subconscious redesign is we're using NLP as a tool to really release the limiting and self-sabotaging beliefs that you have around success, around the things that you want, what you believe is possible for you and shifting, doing this subconscious redesign, mindscaping your brain and your mind to really empower you to step into this expanded identity that you have of who this successful version of you is, of what success is in your life and really claiming that for yourself. So here's the thing. Here's where we get caught up. And again, let's take this analogy of this flower garden or this vegetable garden in your mind when you really want a flower garden, right? 
your world works based on your belief systems, right? So if you have been taking in all of these beliefs since you were a child, which we all do, this comes down to how you see the world. It's what is allowed, what's acceptable, what are you capable of? What does it mean to have money? What does it mean to be successful? What do you need to do to be successful? How do relationships work? What can you gain from a relationship? How do you need to show up in a relationship? What kind of house can you live in? How can you dress? What kind of car can you drive? And so on and so forth. And really when this happens is from the ages of zero to seven specifically, you are like a sponge taking it all in. And I would even argue that this continues until um, age seven to 12 as well. It's just a kind of next level because you have more awareness of things that are going on. And I actually, in a previous episode in the Live in Essence series, go deep into my first zero to 12 years of life and the conditionings that came up there. And it's really interesting to see because I'm sharing in that episode how that ties in to the way that I believe I needed to show up to work, how that gained me validation and so on. So I will link that right here for you as well. And you can check that out after. But basically until age seven, you are just like the sponge and you're sucking everything in. So whatever seeds and like tips on fertilizer and whatnot people are giving you to tend to your mind garden basically you're like, yes, this is true. Yes, this is true. Okay, I believe you. What else should I do? And you're just saying yes to everything, basically. And this begins to create your building blocks for how you see the world. So some examples, just to summarize, because I'm talking in a lot of metaphors and analogies right now. Um, Some of these building blocks could be all relationships and then divorce. Money doesn't grow on trees. If a boy teases you, it means he likes you. You have to go to university to be successful. Joining the family business is the only way you'll be sure to make lots of money. You have to work hard if you want to make lots of money. If it comes easy, then you didn't put enough effort in and so on. Again, there's so many here. I just tried to write a few down that would like really hit home, I think, for a lot of us. Then, of course, there are also the beliefs that are handed down across generations. And a lot of these beliefs, because they're generational beliefs, we're not even super aware of them, which means it's not like we can sit there and be like, oh, okay, I'm I'm scared of not having enough money or enough food on the table because I've always had enough money and enough food on the table, but they're passed down from past generations who didn't necessarily have those things, right? But this fear isn't relevant to us today anymore because first of all, it comes from a different generational period. We don't have these same like famines right in front of us right now. For example, again, some of us have different experiences around this, but generally speaking, like very different from 200 years ago where you just really weren't sure, like if the crops didn't yield this year, like you just weren't going to eat, right? And that's very different to all of the factory and like production and things that we have going on today. And the second is that it really comes from a place of fear. So when we feel those things today, it's not necessarily that we actually are fearful that we're not going to have food on the table, but it comes from this old place where we're like, okay, this must be true now because I feel it in my body, even though it's not actually true in our reality anymore, right? The beliefs that are also passed down are especially true for women. So some of the beliefs that you might have is it's dangerous to speak up. It's dangerous to be seen. Like, let's just think back to the whole era of witch hunts. Intuition is as is witchcraft. So if you are too much in your being and like saying what you feel and like saying, suggesting things that you can't explain, like you should just follow logic and reason, right? If you don't take care of other people first, you're selfish, you're a bitch, whatever you want to call it. Like these are specific beliefs that are passed down for women. So you might not actually have this experience of like that being true as a child. And maybe you had like a very strong female role model in your life, but then you went to school and other girls talked about it or like there was this feeling of like, I can't, it's not safe to be seen. 
those are things that we then start taking on, right? So there's all these different kinds of belief systems that basically start to wield or yield your garden in your mind based on what it thinks you need to do, what your mind thinks you need to do to stay safe. And essentially that's, that's all of it, right? Like that's the reason why you're taking these on. And as a child, you're looking to the people around you to learn how do I survive? What is going to be the thing or like what are the ways of being and living that are most likely going to allow me to survive for the longest amount of time? That's it. That's the only reason you're taking on certain belief systems. So the real problem comes down to the fact that your sweet little child version of you took on these beliefs because it wanted to be safe. But these beliefs, this way that you're running your garden, the way that you have landscaped your garden and often not really intentionally because you were a sweet little child, you were just looking around to see what other people were doing. It's not serving you anymore. It's not supporting you and it's definitely not supporting your dreams. So they worked again as a child for you so that you could stay safe when you were small, that you could fit in, that you could be fed, that you were part of the so-called community system, right? You needed that. Otherwise you like, you were not old enough to know how to get food, right? But now as an adult, with autonomy, with big dreams, you feel like you keep hitting a wall because you keep trying to adhere to these old building blocks that weren't there for you to expand. They were there for you to stay safe. Does that difference make sense to you? They're there for safety. And today, for you as an adult, that is a false sense of safety. And it's creating this invisible wall of these building blocks And your dream basically goes against the beliefs of these building blocks. So it keeps creating a wall for you that says, hey, this dream doesn't align with with these beliefs, right? Like the garden that you want is a flower garden, but we have a vegetable garden. So like stop trying to get the flower garden basically. Like, and it's just trying to keep you in this vegetable garden era or box to keep you safe. So this is why going into subconsciously redesigning your own mind, mindscaping your mind is so necessary in order to align yourself with your goals and your dreams and desires. Otherwise, you're literally working against yourself, right? When you start subconsciously redesigning your mind and actually like really create this beautiful garden that is the flower garden in your mind so that you can create the flower garden in your reality, you start to easily magnetize that goal, that reality um, where you are having that flower garden. So let's say like a relationship, a business, a certain money goal, a home that you want to create, a family, because you're no longer fighting against your mind. You're not trying to make your dreams happen with like a prison guard up here saying, no, 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 like that's not what we see up here. So you definitely can't have that flower garden. Never seen it before. Never heard of her. We do vegetables here, right? So you yourself and your mind are all going to be on the same page when you do the subconscious redesign, supporting you, supporting your growth, supporting your goals. So let's do a small shift, do a small little exercise right now that you can really start to tap into like this subconscious redesign and this mindscaping. So let me give you an example about relationships because this this is literally how I redesigned um, subconsciously my mind and how I mindscaped. So I used to believe that I was really good at being single because I was single for four plus years and like like consecutively and I kept going on dates. I kept putting myself out there and I kept 
hitting a wall. Like I wasn't connecting with people. They were nice or they didn't want to be in a relationship. I was attracting people who just wanted, you know, something casual. Like it was just, it was a real, real fucking pattern. And so in those four years, I really started to do the work and work on myself, understand what I wanted in a relationship. And I did start to shift the kind of men that I was attracting. However, because I had so much time being single and I did a lot of things such as building this business, such as traveling, such as working and living in a lot of different places and doing most of that by myself, I took on the belief that I'm really good at being independent. I'm really good at figuring things out for myself, which is kind of a sneaky belief because it's pretty positive, right? And being someone who values freedom, that's a huge, huge, huge value of mine, I then had this underlying belief that came up that was so sneaky again, like I said, because it seems positive, that freedom and actual like expansive freedom existed when I was alone, when I was independent. And of course, I also had some past relationships that taught me that being with someone was constricting. Not all of them, obviously, but I did have those experiences. So I was like, wow, if I'm so good at being alone, like maybe that's, maybe that's for me. Like maybe that's just better because then I can have freedom. But there was still this deep desire of, I want a relationship. I want a partner. I want to create a family. I want to have like this other part of my life still. And of course, like taking out the timeline, like you have so much time to figure this out, yada, yada, yada. I was still like, okay, that desire is clear to me, right? So I had to go in and subconsciously redesign my mind. So I created this mindscape where freedom actually expanded when I stepped into a relationship. So it was like, yeah, I have freedom now, but being in a aligned sacred partnership is going to expand my freedom times 10. And so basically like changing the the seeds that I was planting around relationships and instead of saying like, ooh, relationships are constricting, it's wow, relationships are so expansive. Look at all of the friendships, for example, that have been so expansive for me. Look at all of the people that I've met that have expanded opportunities for me. Look at the romantic relationships that I've actually have had that have been really positive and expansive for me in that way. So the same is true. And just to give you another example around success, like you might have a feeling, um, whether you're running a business or like climbing a ladder for a certain dream job, that it's going to take a really long time. And when you have that belief system, of course, it's going to take a really long time. How can you shift into a belief that says like, I can have this as soon as I want. Like it's about me aligning with this belief. It's about me redesigning my landscape internally so that I can see that as being possible for myself now. Same thing with a dream job. Like a lot of a lot of the mindset that I see around this is like, well, I want to cl- climb the ladder in this company because like they've supported me. And like, I know that if I just stay in it, I can get to the top What if there were opportunities that you could move into the dream job that you wanted now that, you know, allowed you more expansiveness, allowed you more opportunity that wasn't just this one path? So basically what subconscious redesign is, is taking this linear model of what you think needs to happen for you to have the thing that you want and expanding it to all possibilities and then taking all those possibilities and clearing out your garden and replanting your garden based on your terms and really giving so much love to this inner version, this little child of yourself who is like, these are my belief systems. These are my core building blocks. And it's like, of course they are. They kept you safe. They made sure that you were fed. They made sure that you were loved and they were really important at that time. 
but they no longer are serving you. So like how can you then take that little child, and that's what we do in subconscious redesign, and bring her, them, him, all of them into the garden with you and say, okay, let's rework this garden together. Let's see how this new reality, this new mindscaping can actually feel really safe. And that is where most of us and most people, and I see this in my work, get stuck with the subconscious redesign. You know that you need to shift your beliefs. You know that you want a different process. You know that what you're doing right now, like there's something blocking you. You don't feel confident enough. You have imposter syndrome. You don't know if you're worthy. You don't know if it's enough. All of the things, but it comes down to then this doing the actual shift and it not feeling safe until you pull back into the old beliefs. And that is why subconscious redesign is so powerful because we actually make that shift feel safe so that you can actually take on those new beliefs, have that mindscaping and actually complete the project, right? It's like when contractors come to your house and it takes for fucking ever for them to finish something. And you're like, wasn't this like a small project? And it's like, yeah, it can be a small project. It can shift really fast. However, it's about making the unsafe and the unknown feel safe. And that's why subconscious redesign, like I said, is so powerful. So share with me in the comments below, what is your one small shift? What is the one thing? So is it relationship-based? Is it work-based? Is it business-based? Is it family-based? Is it travel or some other kind of goal or dream that you have where you're like, ooh, something about this, like I'm feeling like I'm hitting a wall, something about this, I'm not sure if I'm deserving of it or whatever it is. Let me know what that one small shift is or even just the belief if you don't know what the shift is for yourself. Like the example I gave where I was like, okay, if I feel like it's constricting my freedom, how can it, how can it expand my freedom? Um, but like I said, if you don't know what the shift is, you can drop a comment below and I will actually help you identify what the shift is in the comments. You can also DM me if you'd rather be private. So this is really the power of the work that we do in one-on-one -on -one coaching, where we actually go in and release the limiting beliefs, the self-sabotaging beliefs, and really empower you to step into this expanded identity of success. So what do you believe is possible for you? Aligning that internal mindscape with your external garden of what you're actually growing in the 3D reality, essentially. So through this positive transformation, you are literally locking this true potential that already exists inside of you. Let me just add that and embrace a glowed up version of yourself, a glowed up life where you effortless, effortlessly magnetize sacred success, right? It gets to be easy. It gets to feel good. This is actually where the biggest chunk of the work happens because actually doing the stuff that in itself gets to flow really naturally. But if you want to tap into that flow, if you want to tap into that like always available productivity, this is it. This is the thing that we need to be doing, the subconscious redesign. So that's where you start breaking free from those old patterns, transcend any limitations that you currently see as being present in your life and manifest a life filled with purpose, abundance, and radiant success. So all of the information for that is below if you want to apply um, to work one-on-one. -on -one. If you're feeling like you're ready to redesign your subconscious mind, mindscape together with me, let's chit chat on an alignment call. You can book that below. That's the way that we apply here because I am super committed to making sure that we are aligned, that we are um, a good fit together. I literally do not work with people who I don't think are meant for this work or who I feel like actually need support with something else. And that's basically what we would go into on this call is to make sure you're an aligned fit, looking at where the misalignment is in your life right now. And we will take a look at your subconscious um, redesign and what specifically you want to be mindscaping there. Um, and we'll 
hone in on two small steps that you can take right away. So all the information for that is in the description below. I'm going to wrap up here. Let me know again in the comments what resonated with you most, what your little shift is or what your current, um, you know, misalignment is in your subconscious mind right now. And I will support you with that. Um, Like, subscribe, share this video. I appreciate it so, so much. Thank you for being here and I will see you next week. Hey, Sacred Success Seeker. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. And guess what? I have a special gift for you. If you enjoyed this episode, you are really going to enjoy my sacred guide, How to Overcome Success Saboteurs. Did you know that your biggest opponent when it comes to being massively successful is actually you? If you are stressed with everything that you're juggling, feeling constricted with time, drained on a consistent basis, and lacking motivation, creativity, and flow state to be able to work productively and see serious progress, then there may be some sneaky and secret success saboteurs hiding right in your own mind. With my twist on a simple yet powerful neuro-linguistic programming subconscious redesign technique that I will be walking you through in this guide, you will melt away productivity blocks, dissolve anxiety, and liberate yourself from the stress of being spread too thin. Let's slash those saboteurs so that you can revel in the satisfaction of your sacred success. Download the sacred guide, How to Overcome Success Saboteurs, in the description or show notes below.